You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. As you can see there this morning, I'm going to speak about the well of living water. This is what God put in my heart this week. So we will look it together. So if you can take with me in John chapter 4, I'm going to read of an amazing story of a woman, and we read it from 7 to 15, John 4, 7 to 15. John 4, from verse 7. This is what the Word of God says. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is to ask you for a drink, you will have asked him and he will have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirsty. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I don't get thirsty. They have to keep coming here to draw water. Amen. Amen. I just uh, make it shorter, but we are going to talk about the story of this Samaritan woman. The Bible says if we, if we look from uh, uh, the beginning of, of chapter 4, we see that uh, Jesus... He, uh, the word says he, he, he left he left Judea and went back uh, once more to Galilee. So he was uh, from he was in Judea and he, he was going to go in Galilee. Now uh, to go in Galilee he had to go through Samaria. And the word says that he came to a town in Samaria called Sika, near to the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob well was there and Jesus. Tired, he was from, from the journey, sat down by the well, it was about noon. Alright, so I'm just going to give you a bit of background of this, uh, uh, of this, of this woman. Uh, we see that Jesus he needed to pass through Samaria. And in passing through Samaria, he stopped in this well. Now, as he said to this well, it was about noon, and this woman came to draw water. Now, it's very, uh, strange, because if we see, usually, Samaritan women, they were going to draw water around 3 o'clock. So this woman, it went about noon, it was just by herself. And uh, we can see that by looking uh, later all the story, we can see that this woman, there was a reason why she went about, she, she went in that tower. There was a reason why she went about noon and she didn't go together with the other women. Because usually the women, they were going all together 
They were walking together and they were going to draw waters and then go back. But this woman, she went about noon. And uh, as you can see there, the first point that I'm going to speak this morning is about that, uh, about a special encounter. I believe Jesus had a special encounter with this woman. You see, he could pass from a different place. He could pass, Samaria is a big place. He could pass from a different place. But he, he, he chose to go to a place where then he stopped to this well. And, the, and the, look at how amazing things are. He stopped as well in the same time when this woman was going to draw water. It could have stopped any other times. It could have been any other time during the day. But he stopped in a time where this woman came. And I believe that Jesus, he had in his mind, he knew that he was going to meet someone there. Someone special. And this morning we heard, God spoke to us. You are chosen. You know, you are loved. You know, God has his heart on you. God has his mind on you. And, and so Jesus had a special encounter that day, he needed to have a special encounter with someone. It was this Samaritan woman. And looking at her story later on, we see that then Jesus, later on, he speaks to her, and, and Jesus will have a word of knowledge about her life. And we learn that this Samaritan woman had five husbands. And the man that was living in that moment, he was not her husband. So she had five husbands, and now she was with a man that was the, 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 the sixth man in her life and was not even her husband. So we don't know, the Bible doesn't make it clear why, what happened to these five husbands. Okay? Maybe these five husbands, maybe she lost them, maybe they died. But it looks strange that maybe five of them, they all died. So it could be that probably some of them, they divorced her. Some of them, they left her alone. Some of them, they just uh, abandoned her. We don't know what happened to these five husbands. But what we know, that, that she was traumatized in such a way that now she's living with a man and she's, and she's not married. She's living with a man that is not even her husband. So I can see from here that this woman was broken. I believe this is a, was a broken woman. I believe this was a, a, a woman that uh, very discouraged, very broken in her life. And this is why she was going in noon, because probably all the other women of this town, Sika, they already knew her. They knew her, all the husband that she had, all the life that she had, and, and she was like ashamed. Probably she didn't want to stay, she didn't want to walk with them, because probably the other women of the town, they were rejecting her. Probably they didn't want to have nothing to do with her. Are you with me? But Jesus had an encounter with her. And the, if we see the Word of God... He says in Mark 2.17, he says, On hearing this, I think uh, the PowerPoint is go forward, thank you. So, Mark 2, verse 17, he says, On hearing this, Jesus said to them, It's not healthy who need a doctor, 
but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. And again, Psalm 34, 18, it says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And this is exactly the situation. This was a broken woman. This was a, a woman with a broken heart. This was a woman with a, a crushed spirit for whatever it happened in, their, in her life. And Jesus, He came to heal the broken hearted. And maybe you are here this morning and maybe you are going through something and you are broken hearted. Maybe your heart is broken for what you are going through. Maybe your heart is broken for what you went through in your life and you are still carrying it with you. Maybe you are here this morning and you were trying to, to, to sing or, or trying to be there, but your spirit is crushed for some reason. I want to tell you something this morning. The Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, this morning is here to meet with you. Hallelujah. He's here because He, has an he wants to have an encounter with you. Hallelujah. Because like, you, like my sister was saying before, He chosen you. He loves you so much that perhaps you don't understand. And this morning He's here in this place because He want to talk with you. He want to touch your life. He want to speak to you. He want to he wanna show you how much He loves you. He want to have an encounter with you because He knows your heart. He knows your life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Also, Isaiah 61, you know, verse, the first verse, he says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom from the captives, and release from darkness, from the prisoners. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is here this morning. Because He want to heal your heart. He's here this morning because He want to set you free. Amen. He's here this morning because He want to tell you the good news. Hallelujah. And I tell you there is a good news this morning for you. There is a good news for your life. Whatever you are going through. There is a good news for your life because He loves you. There is a good news. Hallelujah. For your situation. There is a good news for your marriage this morning. He is the one who heals marriages. Hallelujah. There is a good news for you this morning. The healer, the deliverer is here. And He want to encounter with you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. And you see, we look at this story and we see that Jesus is set on this well. And this woman came and she was drawing water. And Jesus started a conversation with them. Hallelujah. You see, the Bible says that, that when, when, when Jesus spoke with her, she was surprised. Because the, the Bible says that Jews don't associate. She said, why you speak with me? Because I am Samaritan woman, you are a Jew. Jews, doesn't, they don't associate with us Samaritans. And the reason is because, you know, the Jews, they were looking, the Samaritans, as unclean people. 
They were looking as people that they were half Jews and half Gentiles. They had their own, they had their own, their own Torah, their own five books of the Bible. The Torah is the first five books of the Bible. They had their own and, and they had their place of worship. They had their temple. They, they were looking at them like, like they, they outcast. They didn't want to have nothing to do with these people. And Jesus, he approached this woman. And it was not just that this, this Jesus approached the man, he approached as well a woman, and as well in the time there was not much relationship, not, not much talking about happening between a man and a woman, especially a Jew with a Samaritan. That was impossible that that was going to happen. But Jesus, he spoke to this woman. Jesus started a conversation with this woman. Hallelujah. And they start to talk about water. Jesus was testing and he asked, can you give me a drink? And, and the, a whole conversation that goes on and, and the amazing things, like look at this. Jesus, he sat on the well of Jacob. Jesus, he was the well of living water. He was sitting on a well of normal water. You know, and she was, and Jesus was speaking to her, and, and this is what, he, in John 4, verse 13, he says, Jesus answered, everyone who drink this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drink the water I give them will never thirsty. Indeed, the water I, the, I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And now this woman we see, she had like, a, she probably was confused. She had like a choice. Look, here I'm drawing up this water because I'm thirsty and I want to bring this water back. And you are offering me like a, another water, a, something that is like a living water that if I drink of this water, I will never be thirsty again. So this woman had a choice. <laughs> she could drink that water and then, you know, keep going there because it's, you know, we drink, we need water in our life. But she could have a drink of a living water that was going to change completely her life. Hallelujah. And you see, I just looked, because sometimes, you know, like, we all, we know about water, and, but I like it to look as well sometimes, you know, what it's all about. And, and water is an in, inorganic, in transparent, testless, odorless, and near colorless chemical substance, alright? Which is the main constituent of earth hydrosphere and the fluids of most living organisms. It is vital for all known forms of life, even though it provides no calories, no nutrients. So, this means that without water, we cannot live. You know, we cannot function without water. Now, for those, for someone that maybe has been fasting and is acquainted with fasting, you can fast from food. And you can go on. We can, we have example in the Bible of men of God, including Jesus, that even they fasted for 40 days. And there's many other people in our days that they are even fasting for 40 days. And so you can live without eating food for quite a while. But you cannot live without drinking water. 
You may just have a, little, a limited time that you can stay by, without drinking water. Because if you don't drink water, your, your, your organs, your, your body will, sh will start to shut down completely. And you will start to have problems. You know? And uh, in looking at some resources, it says that up to 60% of the human adult body is water. Can you imagine that? Up to 60% of, uh, you look yourself and you think, up to 60% of all your body is water. And, uh, I, and uh, all the things they say is that the brain and the heart are composed by 73% of water. Unbelievable. The lungs, and the lungs are about 83% of water. The skin contains 64% of water. Muscles and kidneys are 79% and even the bones are water 31%. So pretty much, we are almost water. <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Now the point is, why I'm telling you this? Because the point is, if the body is up to 60% of water, and most of our organs are mostly water, and the body needs, like every day, it needs water, 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 to keep all these organs functioning, how much our spirit needs water? Think about it. If the body needs up to 6% is, is water, how much our spirit, that is the one that, that helps us to, to really function in, in, in our spiritual life inside, is the, is the one that helps us to connect with God and have this communication with God, how much the spirit needs water? Now, this woman could have chose to drink this water, and of course you need to drink this normal water every day. But what Jesus was offering was something that he was going to give water to her spirit. Was it a water that was going to change something in her spirit? Was going to refresh her? Was going to change her eternity? Because the Bible says that it was going to spring up to eternal life. Hallelujah. Now we, then another story later on. In John 7, verse 30, uh, John 7, verse 37 and 38, if you, uh, I think you will find it over there. Or probably, yeah, should be there. It says, on the last day, the greatest day of the festival, on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures are said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And by this, it's not there, but it says, verse 39, by this he meant the spirit who those who believe in him were later to receive. So we are going, to, we are talking about a living water that is spirit. is the Holy Spirit. And I love to talk with the Holy I love to talk about the Holy Spirit. Because 
is the Holy Spirit is the one of, of the, the, the third person that most many times we just don't think about, we forget about. We, we are just there, we pray the Father, and we mention the name of Jesus, but very often we forget about the Holy Spirit. We forget how important is the Holy Spirit for our life. We forget it. And you see, here Jesus is talking about that if you come to me, I will give you the living water. I will give you that Spirit. I will give you the Holy Spirit. I will fill you that with the Holy Spirit that it will, it will end up to, uh, for you to spring as a river, so living water from within you. Hallelujah. Now you look to someone and say, are you thirsty? Come on. Come on, be a bit more, be a bit more, kind of, be a bit more convinced. Like, look to someone and say, are you thirsty this morning? Hallelujah. This is a question that is for all of you including me this morning. This is the question that God wants to speak to us this morning. Are you thirsty? Because it's all about if you are thirsty, you see. If you are not thirsty, you can stay there, sitting in the place where you are, and you keep going in your life as you are doing. But if you want something to change in your life, there is a well of living water this morning where you can come and drink. And your life will be changed. You see, maybe you are sitting there this morning and you feel dry inside. But today is the day where Jesus is saying, if you are thirsty, you come to me because I can give you the drink that you need this morning. Maybe you are sitting there this morning and maybe you are struggling, maybe for a while, even this morning you are sitting there and you are struggling to pray to God. You are, you, you are trying to, to worship Him. You are, you are there and you are not, uh, you are not in tune. You, you, you don't feel the presence of God. You, you are struggling to, to, to go in the presence of God. You are struggling to pray. You are struggling. This morning, He's telling you, if you are thirsty, come to me and I will give you a drink. If you this morning, and I feel there is someone here this morning, I feel there is more than one. Uh, it, the Lord gave me this word when I was sitting there, and I feel that there is more than one person here this morning that you feel blocked. There is a block inside you that doesn't allow you to go in the presence of God. I really feel strong this, I don't know who is over here, but God wants to speak to you this morning. Because whatever is that block that is stopping you to praise and go in the presence of God, God is telling you, come to me, and I will give you a drink. Come to me, and I will set you free. Come to me, and rivers of living water will flow from within you. Hallelujah. I believe there is someone here this morning that needs a drink. I need a drink. Every day. There's someone here this morning needs a drink. There's someone here and he's desperately a drink from the well of life. I'm not talking about normal water. We drink normal water every day. I'm not talking about normal water. 
I'm talking about living water. I'm talking about the spirit of the living God. He's here this morning. And He wants to give you a drink that is going to change your life. Maybe you are here this morning and you feel, I want to go deeper with the Lord. Like, yes, I praise the Lord, I believe Him, but I see people here that they are like more in fire for God and they are like worshiping and they look lost in worship the Lord. And why I don't feel like this? Why I want to be like this? This morning, the Lord is here and He want to give you a drink. That is the right place. That is the right place to go. The well of living water. Jesus Himself. You come to Him this morning. And He will bring you deeper. He will bring you deeper. Hallelujah. With this relationship with God. Are you with me? Amen. But you see, next point, it says, later in the story... In always in this conversation, Jesus will speak with again to this woman about to worship in spirit and truth. Now, I believe, as you can see there, next point, please, thank you. I believe that the result of drinking from Jesus and drinking from this well of living water is in worship God in spirit and truth. You see, if you don't drink from this water, if you don't drink from this well of living water, if you don't drink from the Spirit of God, you will not be able to have this spiritual relationship. You see, the Bible says, you know, in John 4, verse 21, 24, it says, Jesus said to this woman, Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father, when, when you will worship the Father neither of this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritan, you worship what you don't know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and does now come when true worshippers, listen to me, when true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit and His worshippers must worship in spirit and truth. Hallelujah. So, why this morning we need to come and drink from this well? Why this morning we need to come and drink from the spirit of the living God? That Jesus is offering to you this morning. Because without drinking from that spirit, you will not be able to be connected with God. You will struggle. If you don't drink from this water constantly, you know, you don't drink from the Spirit of God constantly, every day, then you will struggle to connect with God and, 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 and worship Him in spirit and truth. And like I said before, maybe you are here this morning and you are struggling to worship the Lord. You're just sitting there and, and you don't feel nothing going on. You don't feel the presence of God. You are there and yes, maybe you open your mouth and you worship, but you don't feel this relationship. You know, this is what it's about. This morning, I want to encourage you because God is speaking to you. 
He is calling you to come and never drink. Because as you will drink, you will be able to worship God in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are you with me this morning? Thank you, Lord. And you see, how can, you know, what is about worshiping God, you know, in spirit and truth? And, and there is a verse in the Bible that he will say what really worship is. I just want to mention it. And that is Romans 12, verse 1. It's a verse that we all know. But listen to what it is written. This is Paul saying, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. This is your true and proper worship. So what does it mean? The Lord is calling us to surrender our life this morning before His throne. The Lord is calling you to surrender your life. And maybe there is someone that you still didn't surrender your life to God completely. Or maybe there is something that you still need to surrender to God. God is calling you to surrender everything in the throne of grace. He's calling you to surrender everything on that altar. Whatever is stopping you to come in the presence of God, whatever is bothering you, whatever the enemy is using to bring you down, whatever in your situation, it may be something in your life, it may be something in your body, it may be something in your family, it may be something, whatever. The Lord is calling you to surrender this morning everything before this throne of grace. The Lord is calling you this morning to surrender your life, your body as a living sacrifice, to be holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. You see, if we don't surrender our life, we will not be able to drink from this, from His living water. And if we don't drink from this living water, we will not be able to worship Him in spirit and truth. So my question is this morning, the last, my question is, Jesus said, come to me and drink. Would you? Would you drink from him this morning? Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.